You are listening to the Stories of Healing and Wonderlust podcast, and I am your host, Lou Kelly. Join me each fortnight as I explore the wild and wonderful world of healing, conscious living, yoga, self-development, travel, and the journey of life. We explore the very real human experiences that we go through and the many ways we overcome these challenges. I share with you via solo chats and also in conversation with some extraordinary guests. This podcast is a curation of relatable yet inspirational stories, and it showcases the varied voices in the healing and self-development space today. I hope you enjoy. Hello, beautiful friends and listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Stories of Healing and Wonderlust. And not just any episode, but this is the final episode for the year and the final episode for the first season. So episode number 20. I cannot believe I am here at episode 20 and so loving this platform and this channel of being able to communicate with you all. Sometimes podcasting can feel like a little bit of a solitary exercise, and it is sometimes, but it has also been incredible for to hear you reach out and share with me which episodes and which guests have really resonated with you and given you things to think about, which is what this whole podcast is about. It's about sharing ideas, sharing the incredible wisdom that we all hold. We all have different wisdom and just co-creating something that is really beautiful from those learnings and sharing with each other how we have overcome things, how we've done things so we can all get better at living life and just enjoying life. That is what this podcast is about. And so at the end of the year and at the end of this season, I kind of look back and I'm thinking about what I've achieved. And I'm really happy with with everything that I have created as far as this podcast goes and as far as this podcast is just one part of my business and what I'm sharing with the world. So I'm so glad you are here. And I know some of you have been listening to every episode since the beginning. And that just warms my heart to know that I am producing something and sharing something that is that you want to listen to and that is creating healing ripples in the world. That is what I'm here for. So this episode is a bit of a recap. I haven't really written any notes down. I certainly haven't scripted it out. I'm more just riffing off the top of my head because I'm really in this vibe of the end of the year. Everyone seems to be in a celebratory mood. I absolutely love this time of the year. Ever since I reframed what Christmas is a few years ago, I just let it be easy and just enjoy this kind of feeling of completion in the year and in the air. There's a feeling of celebration. I'm actually recording this episode on the 21st, sorry, 22nd of December, so around the summer solstice. And truth be told, I have sat down to record this episode so many times and my podcast editor, Trav, will certainly <laughs> attest to this, that it's taken me a while to get this particular episode out. And I think that's because I want to do justice to the whole year, but also like I haven't felt like I was ready to sum it up yet because it wasn't quite at the end of the year. But now my intuition is telling me, sit down. So I've just pulled out my laptop and my mic and here I am to record this summary of the year. It's interesting because this is the last of my solo episodes. I've had some amazing guests and I really just want this episode to be a recap, but also it is a bit of a sharing of my experience of creating an intentional life and business. For me, this has been the biggest and best year of my life. I feel like all of us collectively went through a lot over COVID and that time and 
there's been such an energy for me coming out of that to create a life that I just love living. The way this year has kind of played out and panned out has been really interesting for me to see as far as learning to live an intentional life. The truth is we can all have incredible lives. There's no reason why we can't. It takes mindset, takes organisation and it takes focus. And so I thought it might be helpful to share about my what I call like a quantum leap year because so much for me happened and so much shifted for all of us, we all have quantum leap years and we all have years where we feel like we're walking through the mud. Believe me, I've had so many of those years, but every now and then, and on our journey, we get to have these times of just like expansion where it seems like time is not even factored in. So I want to share with you a little bit about the mindset behind this year for me. I certainly learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about creating an intentional life and doing things that we love and setting goals and achieving them. And so in this episode, I'm going to cover basically what happened this year, like what what I did, just a bit of a summary of the year. I'm going to share how my year started. And I think this is really key when we're thinking about setting up for our new year. And I know that we're all coming to that stage and this podcast will be released before the end of the year. So this could give you some food for thought about what kind of rituals you want to create around the start of the year. I also want to talk about some of my highlights from 2023, including my wedding and honeymoon overseas for three months. What a year. It's been wild. But also that's personal highlights, but there's also been so many professional highlights for like starting my coaching program. I was already coaching at the end of last year, but this is this year I really went deep into thinking about exactly who I want to work with. I wrote, created and executed, for want of a better word, the first round of my mentorship. And I'm beyond happy with how it has worked out and the incredible women that are coming into that program. Obviously, this podcast was just an idea at the start of the year. And so everything, this whole this whole first season has been created within this year, which is wild for me to think about as well. I'm going to share also in this podcast some of the challenges because growth doesn't happen without also some shitty things happening or some days where you just feel beyond frustrated because that is what's happened for me this year, but also that gives us an opportunity to grow. And if we weren't at our edge, then we wouldn't be growing. But I'll go into that in a moment. I also share my intentions for next year, which I love talking about because I think it's so important to have those seeds that we plant in our mind so we can grow those flowers in the following year. We don't know what we're growing unless we've planted the seeds. So the intentional living is so important. And at the end of the podcast, I'm going to share how you can work with me in 2024 if you're feeling called to go a little bit deeper. I'm so proud of my mentorship and my retreats, but I also get that it's a big step to go from from nothing to working with someone in a three-month mentorship, which is pretty close proximity, or going on an international retreat. So if, if we don't know each other in real life and you're feeling like, I want to have a little, I want to put my foot in, like dip my toe in is the word I'm looking for, but I don't want, I'm not sure yet, then I've actually created a bit of a pathway for you to get to know me and my work. And I'll share a little bit more about my free course, which I haven't officially launched yet um, at the end of this podcast. So stay around if you are interested in that. 
So yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And I hope you enjoy it. And I hope you can take away some actionable steps. And yes, lots of love to you. So let's begin. How did this year start? Oh my gosh, it feels like it was so long ago because so much happened. But my husband and I, who was my husband at the time, we decided that from now on, we don't want to do any New Year's parties. We want the New Year's Eve to be about us as a team and to have a real intentional moment together at the end of one year and at the start of the other. So normally we would probably go out with friends and, you know, stay up and drink and, you know, start the next day a little bit hungover. And that is just not where we are both at in our lives at the moment. And so we spent the beautiful New Year's Eve. We walk, we live across the road from the beach. So we packed a couple of gin and tonics and a picnic rug. And I still remember this, my little purple two-piece that I was wearing as we walked across to the beach and we sat down, we watched the sunset, the last sunset for the year. And we've had this ritual since we got together five years ago that the New Year's Eve is about setting intentions. So as always, we wrote down and spoke out aloud what individually we want to create in the year and also where the overlap is because as individuals we both have goals and dreams and it's so nice to have someone in partnership to hold that vision for you and with you but then there's also like the overlap of of us as a couple what do we want to achieve and you know where do we we want to travel to what do we want to do professionally where do we want to live (laughs) all of these things factor in and so it's such a joy to sit down at the end of the year and have that planning time We then watched the sun go down, we came home, we went to bed and we woke up on New Year's Day and we were so fresh. And I swear, something about being like waking up early on New Year's Day and just being so fresh and clear and having set your intentions for the year, it is such a powerful foot to step forward into the the new year on. Like when I look back on that day, not even a year ago, it feels so long ago because so much has happened. But we literally have achieved everything on that list. And there were some big and stretchy goals and aspirations, but we really have done what we set out to do. And I think when we as individuals hold visions and have ideas of what we want to do, it's powerful. Like intention setting is such a big part of the work I do with with women. So I'm very much about supporting highly sensitive women, but I'm also very much about creating an intentional life. That's what my conscious creation retreat is all about. But when two people, for example, your partner, your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, even a friend, when you can hold a vision together, it is literally amplified. It is 10x what the individual holding it on their own is. So that's why it's so important to get your your partner on board and just watch the magic that you will both create. It is so powerful. So that's how the year started. And like I said, like this is very key and we're going to do this for the rest of our lives, I'm sure. Having that clarity, having that plan. We then moved into the year and like the highlights from 2024, for those of you who have been following along for a little while in my life, we'll know that we finally got married this year after postponing it three times. Our wedding was postponed three times due to COVID and lockdowns and border closures. 
We got engaged just before the first lockdown in 2020 and we decided we wanted to get married in Western Australia where I am originally from at a place called Bunker Bay which is literally a paradise beach in WA and ever since we decided on that very early on like within weeks of getting engaged there was just no compromise. We knew that's what we wanted and so when this never-ending kind of lockdown happened and we had to move it three times and graciously. So all of our vendors were amazing. And I actually realized I haven't even told the wedding story on the podcast. So this is pretty cool that I get to even keep this in my own records for my own memory. But we we never wanted to compromise. And even when it was easier for us to like fly to Italy and elope than it was to get to WA for our wedding, we still didn't want that. Like once we had the vision and we were uncompromising about it, like we just knew that it didn't matter how long it would take to get there, that's where we wanted to get married. And again, this comes back to that holding the vision together because during all of that, he and I both held the vision and when we finally got to the beach to get married in February, so February 25th we got married, it was like literally better than we could have imagined. We had visualized it. We'd held the vision for over like a thousand days. We were engaged for three years and it was perfection. The weather was perfect. Our friends and family were just incredible celebrating us. It's hard to describe the feeling of joy and happiness I felt that day. It is like something else. For everyone to be there celebrating our love and for it to have for everyone to have waited for so long for it to happen just made it all the more special. So that was definitely a highlight for both of us personally. As soon as I got back from retreat, sorry, as soon as I got back from wedding, wedding retreat basically, about two weeks after that I held my second retreat down in Torquay, which was all about being highly sensitive. I'd created a methodology and I wanted to test it out. So this retreat was about sharing with the women who came on retreat about these this four pillar methodology, which is basically the framework of all the work I do with highly sensitive women. So I held the retreat and it was a huge success. More than anything that I wanted was for these women to have an experience of transformation and changing their mindset about how they viewed their sensitivity. And they all shared with me that it was hugely empowering to recognize that our sensitivity can be a superpower. It's not always because so much of our conditioning tells us that it is actually a weakness. But when we reframe and we uh, like educate ourselves on how profound and powerful it is and we learn to utilize the nuances of being sensitive in a way that empowers us, it is literally life-changing work. So that retreat happened... And from then on, I knew this is what I'm, this is what I'm doing. This is the work that I want to share with the world. At this point, <laughs> I'm giving you a little blow by blow, but I, I promise you this is all going to tie together. At that point, I was ready to pack up. This was about April in the, this year because we were leaving Australia for the first time for me in four years. So obviously all the lockdowns couldn't leave. And then last year I didn't go anywhere, even though my husband did. But it was, for me, it was the first time going overseas in four years and it was the first time I was going to Europe in 17 years. Like I've traveled a lot in Asia, but I hadn't been to mainland Europe in 17 years. So we were going on our like dream honeymoon. And uh, 
Uh, I did an episode on the the honeymoon. I can't remember which episode it is, but it, it was interesting. There were so many incredible moments and there were also some funny moments and there were also some not so great moments like getting COVID and living in van life with COVID in the south of France. But, you know, all fun. <laughs> In the end, it was an amazing experience, which I'm so grateful for. Six weeks of travel in Europe, and then we landed in uh, London for six weeks. My husband had some work there, and we had a beautiful little flat in Notting Hill. Again, it was exactly what we visualised at the start of the year. What we can't control is the way things turn out, but we, when we hold the vision, like it is so amazing what we can create. In that time, in those six weeks that we had in Notting Hill, this was when I really got clear on the program and like mentorship that I wanted to create for my community, my highly sensitive community. And there is so much beauty in having time and space away from normal life. For me, it was a bit of a prolonged retreat, if you like. My husband was working on his thing. I wasn't doing any coaching at that point. I'd pulled back so I could be in creation mode. Um, it was almost like a, a, a winter season. Even though it was summer in, in, in London, it felt like I was very much going deep and working on the foundations. We can't expect to be in a season of flourishing and celebration and production and completion all the time. Life is cyclical. And so when I was in London, I was very much in the planting of the seeds phase and thinking about exactly what I wanted to create and writing modules and so much creative energy was going into my business at that point. We came back from, uh, and that was such a, a great part of the process and something that I never would want to wish away is those moments where it doesn't feel like we're doing much, but actually we're doing so much on the, like deep down below. So that was a real highlight, going overseas, having that time to work on myself and on my business and just being a newlywed, like it was so special and yeah, just amazing, amazing times. What else was a highlight this year? So also the other retreats that, yeah, the retreat that I ran. So, sorry, two retreats, obviously Bali in November, which I've just come back from was mind-blowingly amazing for me as a facilitator to know that I'm bringing together people to have an experience that they can take with them into their lives that actually shifts the dial and gives them the space and time to see themselves, to see their power, to understand where they want to go next and to be in community with others. I had a moment on that retreat where I was sitting around the dinner table because we had like beautiful three-course plated dinners every night at the Yama retreat space. So nice there. And, you know, there's all these people, a lot of them didn't know each other before. And by night three, it was a four night retreat. By night three, everyone was sitting around the table and deep in conversation, like the most amazing dinner party I'd ever been to. Not one drop of alcohol and everyone just having these heart to heart connected conversations and just showing up as their true and real selves and all from different walks of life. And I remember looking around the table and being like, this is why I do this. These moments, like I was, my heart was exploding with happiness at that moment because this is the world that I want to create. And when we can sit and connect and just be true and real without any alcohol or any substance at all, this is, this is how we shift the world. And yeah, I was very, very proud and happy. I came straight back from that retreat and 
basically the next weekend I ran the third retreat for the year, which was the Conscious Creation Queen Retreat, which is my signature end of year retreat. Again, so amazing. The people who show up to these retreats are meant to be there. When I when I have that moment of like conception of the idea of the retreat, in that moment, I'm drawing in the people that are meant to be there. So there is never any mistake when you show up to an experience like that. It's created as a sacred space from the moment I'm thinking of the idea. And as when I start with the details, it's like it's already begun. And those, it's like I'm drawing in the people that are meant to be there and the, the healing process and the, the, the magic of it all is already started well before you arrive on retreat. So those were the highlights. Also, you know, spending more time in WA, I'm very much feeling like I'm much more connected back to my roots and I'm looking forward to spending more time there in the future. We would love to move over there very soon, probably next year, late next year. That is the vision that we're holding. And if we're holding the vision, you know, it's probably going to happen. So watch this space. Again, that's not going to change anything in my business as far as retreats and my coaching work. It's just going to elevate it. So I'm so super excited for that. So those were the highlights. And obviously, not forgetting the amazing mentorship first round. I'm so excited for more, but also deeply grateful for the women who showed up in the first round. When something hasn't been done before, I get that it can be a little like <laughs> nerve wracking to invest into someone and something and an experience if you haven't seen the results before. So when these amazing women came in, I was so pleased that they felt that they could trust me and the experience that they had and the feedback that I've had since that ended like a month ago has been amazing. And I'm actually going to catch up with most of them uh, on Sunday in real life, which is amazing because we haven't seen each other in real life before. I want to share their transformations because I think it's really important to for new people coming in to experience like what people, uh, what the actual transformation was. But I'm going to save that for another episode. But yeah, that was a lot, a lot, a lot of work. I don't think I realized how much work that that was going to be was actually creating the foundations of the course. Online business owners will know that it is not <laughs> as simple as it seems to actually create an online platform or not to create the platform, but to set it all up and to create the modules. It was unbelievable levels of work, but it was so good as well because it, it allowed me to get get out into the world and get down into a place that people can come back to, like all of my knowledge in this subject area and everything that I've learned. And I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud of it. And I'm going to launch it twice in 2024. So stay tuned. And if you want to get involved in the Soulful and Sensitive Mentorship, there'll be two intakes of that in March and also in August. This is a 12 module course. It has 12 video modules, 12 workbooks, 12 pre-recorded practices, yoga, breath and meditation, and also 12 live coaching calls, 10 of them as a group and two of them one-on-one -on -one with me. So it is a lot over three months, but it is also very manageable. And I created it in a way that wouldn't be overwhelming, but would allow you to get the essence of what I'm teaching and then apply it throughout the week and then have the live coaching call to discuss and to connect. And the, the, the connection that these women have got at the end of the three months is really, really special as well. Community is so important. So let me talk about the learnings and the challenges from this year. 
from what I was just saying, like to circle back to the creating of the the mentorship, that was definitely the hardest part for me. I'm not a technology person. I don't like computers and online platforms. And it's kind of like the cosmic giggle that I've ended up creating an online business because it is the stuff that I, I don't like the most. <laughs> I don't want to use the word hate, but I dislike it strongly. And there's been many moments where like, I want to share my magic with the world. I want to get my my message and my methods out, but you can't do that in an online world unless you embrace technology. And so this year there were a lot of moments where I would just have a moment where I just didn't want to do it anymore. And my husband will attest to the fact that there were a couple of tears shed sometimes. And then I just had to pull myself together and be like, there's someone I can ask, or there's someone I can outsource this to. And I did one of the two, or, or there's a third option. I can work it out myself, <laughs> but I, I'm getting there. And even just being at the end of this year and knowing what I've accomplished and even, you know, updating websites, all these things I thought I would never be able to do just a few years ago when I was teaching yoga in studio, I'm realizing that I am capable. And if I can do that this year, it's like, what can I do next year? It's just one foot in front of the other. So yeah, the challenges, definitely, definitely the technology, but it's also showing me that there's people that can help and there's ways to work things out. And I feel like for any problem that we have in life and any of your challenges, those two things will also apply. There's people who you can ask for help and there's ways you can work it out. So let's go to my intention for next year. Actually, this year was such a big year of creating new things, new experiences for me, like my first international retreat and also my mentorship, like creating these things from scratch was a lot of like creating the wheel from scratch, basically. Because I'm so happy with how it turned out and how both the retreats have gone and also my mentorship, I actually don't want to create anything new in 2024, which as an entrepreneur, people are usually always thinking, okay, so what's the next thing I'm going to create? What's the next offer? For me, there is no next offer. I want to refine what I've created and I know the power of the transformation within it. So I am just going to roll this out twice. I want to do the best job that I can marketing this. And by marketing, I mean just explaining to the people who are highly sensitive, usually probably high achieving people who are keeping it all together, women in my community and beyond, who are going to benefit, who will benefit from this work if they come into it. So I, I'm going to do my best to share from my heart with the people who I want to call into this work, knowing how life-changing it is. And I'm going to focus my energy there. So I've got I'm going to do two rounds of the mentorship and I am going to teach and host two retreats overseas. So I've got Bali in November and in June is Thailand. So Thailand first and then Bali. So two retreats and two intakes of the mentorship. There's also an opportunity for people who've finished the mentorship to do private one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. But my real focus is the mentorship because there's such so much power in the group dynamic as well. So it's not about creating anything new. There's no shiny ball syndrome. It is about making something that has already been created even better and getting the people into these programs who are going to get the most out of the change. So I'm going to be speaking about it on my podcast. I'm going to be going on other people's podcasts and I'm going to be making really useful content. So it starts to make sense because what I found is that a lot of people who do this work, they're like, oh my God, I just didn't know. And that's the thing. We just don't know. So I want to be someone who can share this life transforming work with others. And I'm going to be 
having a little bit more space in my life. I want to make space for my friends and family in 2024. I have to admit, I also feel like I was so much in production mode and in my own little like (laughs) hole of getting things done in my business and, and life that I didn't make enough space for my friends. So I really want to be more open and social in 2024 and continue to look after my health, continue to develop my own mind and and body and soul and make sure that my home and my relationship and my marriage are really strong. All these foundational things, this is my my deep intention for 2024. And yeah, just to keep my family close, keep being an auntie. I love being an auntie. And I'm about to have a beautiful little grandbaby, step grandbaby in May. So our family has a lot of beautiful things coming and already in it. So I'm going to focus my energy there as well. So if you want to work with me in 2024, I would love to have you. And if you are highly sensitive and, or even if you're just curious about it, I've created a stepping stone for you to come into my work without taking a big leap into my mentorship. I've created a free course, which is basically an introductory module, a video module. So you can see like what my video modules are like. It's got a workbook so you can see what my workbooks are like. And basically it's like the first little step forward into my world. This is completely free. And if you, if this resonates with you and you want to go even deeper, but you don't want to go into the mentorship, I've also created a four module course called Decoding Sensitivity, which is basically those first four pillars that I taught those women back in March, which is the foundation of my whole methodology of working and thriving as a highly sensitive person specifically woman. And so if you are like, I want to know a bit more, but I don't want to go into the mentorship. I want to learn about the four pillars. Then you can purchase this standalone course. It's a one month course. So it's four modules delivered over four weeks. It's basically the first four modules of the mentorship. It has no group calls. There's no contact with me. Of course, you can send me a DM, but it's basically a do it on your own in your own time course to see like whether it resonates. If you want to go deeper and if you feel like you want more transformation and more support, you can then go into the mentorship and have the price of the four module course deducted. So it basically gives you like a coupon code for the amount that you spent, which is $500 for decoding sensitivity or uh, sorry, it's two, it's $450 paid up front or two payments of $250. So that will be taken off your investment into the mentorship. So it gives you this pathway in. I want you to feel confident to step forward. So yeah, that's my little launch. That's my little spiel about next year. But go into your Christmas period. Have the most amazing time with your friends and family. I'm going to be signing off from all of my work things now. I think it's so beautiful to step back and just enjoy this time of year and celebration with our loved ones and get really clear on what we want to create in 2024. I'm going to also come back in 2024 with a new season. I'm going to be starting in February, so you won't have anything from me in Jan because I'm going to be in my holiday mode a little bit um, and also preparing for Feb. So I hope to see you then. I hope you have a really beautiful Christmas and New Year. And I hope if you have been in my world this year, even if it's just been in your, even if I've just been in your ears, I'm so grateful to have you and um, I'm so glad that you're here. And if you feel like 
working with me in 2024. I'm going to be so happy to have you then as well. And for everyone out there who's listening, I love you so much and have a beautiful Christmas. Thank you so much for listening today, everyone. If you loved this podcast, please share it with someone who you believe might need this message today or share it on your social media and don't forget to tag me. I really love your feedback. You can reach me at hello at lukelly.com. That's Lou, K-E-L-L-E dot com. Until next time, stay happy, stay free. You are perfect as you are.